when we turn away from light what we see in front of us is the darkness of our shadow when we turn away from our true infinite self we see the projection of our ego when we turn away from happiness what we see in front of us or experience is sorrow we all want happiness everlasting happiness and the scriptures are clear and if we logically think that only that which is infinite can be happiness in the finite there is no happiness because where there is finite there's a sense of incompleteness where there is incompleteness there will always be this craving and the craving makes us agitated and disappointed etc as we have been hearing all these days from shri krishna yovai bhuma tat sukham that which is infinite alone is happiness in the finitude there is no everlasting happiness in fact there is no sense of happiness but we can have excitements as well as disappointments and therefore joy and sorrow and that does not give us the sense of fulfillment the whole bhagavad gita shri krishna from the starting to the ending as a true lover of the universe whose only wish is to remove our sorrows and from its cause itself it starts with asochan anvasochastvam pragyavadascha bhashase that you have grieved for that which you should not grieve for therefore choose not to be miserable and in the ending also krishna says do not grieve o arjuna and through arjuna to all of us for really there is no reason to be miserable sorrow is because of our delusion moha causes shoka sorrow therefore do not grieve to bring our mind to our infinite self no doubt we have to turn away that mind from that which is temporary changing modifying and what our mind thinks our mind also 
takes that form. And thus our minds are always wavering. And in that constant change, where can there be constant happiness? Therefore, having explained Bhagwan to Arjuna that this entire universe is an expression of that one infinite truth or reality. And therefore, all the names and forms are the expression of that one. The infinite existence, consciousness, bliss alone is appearing as this entire universe of names and forms. And therefore, even when we, our mind, which is extrovert, is seeing the multiplicity and the plurality with the right knowledge and with devotion, when in the entire universe we see the expression of that one truth, that one Lord only, and see the whole universe as his form. And whatever we do, for whoever we do, it is an offering for the Lord only. And whatever we get is from that Lord. This attitude that we keep, and even if we just see it materialistically, we are part of this totality and in our progress, the totality progresses. And when the totality progresses, our progress is natural. And therefore, we cannot be independent from the totality. And when you see that unity in that diversity, that sense of peace, that fearlessness, that acceptance, and that wonder that we experience, that even life becomes wonderful. And therefore, Bhagwan instructs and says, Mayeva mana adatswa, Mayi buddhim niveshaya, Nivasishyasi mayeva, Atha urdhvam na samshaya. Mai eva mana adatsva. What keeps us away from the truth, from the vision of seeing the one Lord in everything, keeps us away from that source of infinite, unending happiness is our mind only. Therefore, Bhagwan says, Mai, that which is the self of all and which is expressing as the whole universe of, multiplic of multiplicity. See me 
at all times do all your actions for me naturally your mind will be in me and therefore place your mind in me mai eva mana adatsva place your mind in me mind is the seat of our emotions and it is here where we have our sankalpa vikalpa our thoughts to do or not to do we have in this mind and when we think about the changing world we always think about various options but when single pointed mind rests in the self the self which is the self in all in that ishwara in that lord place your mind in me and when there is love for anything or anyone our mind cannot stop thinking of the person or the thing we love and therefore mayeva mana adatsva bring all your emotions your thoughts to me bring all your feelings to me in fact even your expectations and hopes when they are in that one who is capable of fulfilling all our needs and wants mayeva mana adatsva keep your mind in me mai buddhim niveshaya let your mind be let your intellect which discriminates which can understand which can inquire which can hold on to ideals that intellect which has got faith shraddha that intellect place it in me because even for the intellect what can be more fascinating what challenging can be what else can be challenging then to dwell to inquire into that which is infinite everything else is just relative it changes knowing anything about that which is constantly changing is not even worth knowing it's just enough to know that everything that we experience is changing to fathom with the intellect that which is infinite and when the intellect dwells in that bring your intellect to me or in the language of devotion be devoted to me love me what you love you seek what you love you constantly place your mind in that or that person is com- completely in your mind and with your intellect 
hold me as your ideal your goal and the reasons for our agitations of mind lack of knowledge and wrong actions as well as sorrows is due to this disintegration of our mind and intellect when these two inner equipment of ours are in conflict with each other mind carried away by its likes dislikes emotions attachments to the world of objects and the intellect that can judge know the consequences know what is right wrong know what is permanent impermanent if our intellect thinks in a particular manner and our mind gets attached to something else there is a divorce within ourselves there's conflict within ourselves and where there is conflict and battle within where can there be peace and happiness mind finds many things to think about intellect can hold on to one ideal or goal when what we admire we love and sometimes we love something but we don't admire that person but when your love and admiration are both for the same ideal for that higher it becomes devotion when there is love in the heart and there is firm faith in the intellect the capacity to understand and hold on to that which you know is noble great mighty infinite then when both mind and intellect are integrated such a mind and intellect integrated is what is called as a contemplative heart and there arises a synergy where that power of knowing beyond the limited capacity of our mind and intellect arises in common language people call it as intuition but intuition has now carried with its many connotations but that by which we can go beyond the present understanding and experiences and that mind which can only see through the senses what is outside can come to know that knowledge which removes our ignorance and we come to discover our infinite nature and such an integrated mind and intellect are like the two wings in harmony with each other that flight in meditation is possible one arm stunted one wings stunted there is motion but only in a circle 
flight does not take place. Therefore, Bhagwan says, bring your mind and intellect, your love and your admiration, your feelings and your inquiry to me alone, the self of all, including yours and mine. Bring your mind to the self. And that which is your own self, it is your mind only that projects this world outside. And therefore Bhagwan says, Nivasishyasi mai eva. You will then reside in me, the infinite. You will know yourself if you are devoted to the totality that you are in the lapse of the totality. Nivasishyasi mai eva. Because it is the truth. Atha urdhvam na samshaya. Have no doubt about it. In fact, herein lies the secret of success even to reach your goal. Very often we set a goal in our intellect. We plan and we are inspired by it. But our mind, because of its desires, its wants, its attachments distracts us because of the pleasure of the senses which are immediate. And when there's this disintegration of personality, it is difficult to focus and to be dedicated to reach our goal. Here is the great grand secret of success. Where mind and intellect integrated, single-pointedly, aims, works towards a goal, it is bound to discover it. Thus, beautiful instruction by Krishna. And if you keep your mind and intellect in the infinite, you recognize that you are the infinite. You are in the infinite. If that's easy to understand. But to bring this integration, those set of disciplines and values, and here we understand the importance of positive values. When we have those values that are conducive to integrate our mind and intellect and to bring about a sense of peace, then we find that peace and happiness within ourselves. And to attain this infinite, what is that prerequisite? And Bhagwan says, Nirmana moha jita sangadoshaha 
अध्यात्मनित्या विनिवृत्त कामाह द्वंद्वैर्विमुक्ता सुख दुख संगढ़ा पदम्यम तत् To abide in our infinite self, we have to free ourselves from our self-limiting beliefs and notions that we have. First and foremost is about ourselves only. Therefore, Bhagwan says, "Nirman, be free of this false self." limiting estimation of yourself we might say that our ego is there because we think ourselves to be greater mightier but just like a frog in the well however he jumps from one small well to a bigger well or even puffs himself up to look big is nowhere compared neither the well is compared to the vastness of the ocean not even millions of wells can create the vast give, give the idea of the vastness of the ocean nor a puffed up frog can understand that how this vast ocean accommodates in itself such huge creatures like the whales much bigger than that frog nirmana be free of this false limited notion of yourself born out of your identity with the limited equipments nirmana how do we free ourselves from it first and foremost recognize that whatever we have has been given to us and if we count our blessings and have gratitude and ask ourselves what really have we achieved on our own this is for our daily introspection as gurudev would point out and our spiritual sadhana or practice is to achieve this and therefore in our introspections we must regularly inquire into when we had this ego arrogance why how and how to reduce this false estimation first and foremost after inquiring what have i done is to have that attitude that i am the servant of the lord because we cannot give up our identity so have that identity that will remove all our arrogance pride ego in that identity just as the devotee sutakshan has said as abhiman jai jani bore main sevak ragupati pati more when i consider myself to be the servant of the lord 
and then recognize that his will plays through me and I am just an instrument. Reduce this ego and be free of this mana. And to the extent we are free of this limited ego, this arrogance, this pride, to that extent there is that contentment and self-satisfaction. Same way, our false estimation of the world and its happenings, thinking that the world will be permanently giving me happiness, these are all called as moha or delusion. And because of that, we get attached to that which we, from which we expect joy, happiness and permanence. Therefore, jita sanga dosha. Free yourself from this dosha, this evil, this fault of attachment. And attachment is our dependence on something else for our happiness. And then when we have given our strings or we have tied our strings <coughs> of attachments to anything, then according to its changing state or according to the change of moods of others, we experience joy and sorrow and we become dependent and whatever we become depend on, dependent upon will create anxieties, worries. At the same time, expectations will create disappointments, sorrow and therefore is the cause of many evil and faults. This limitation that comes about because of our attachment and therefore introspect daily. How much dependent are we still to the world of objects, to the world of people and to the different situations to be conducive to us to be happy? How we limit our happiness? Free ourselves from that dependence and we can be happy here and now. Otherwise, our happiness depends on things, beings and situations and at the same time, they can make us dance to their tune. And such dependence when it is there, there is no freedom to be happy. So, Jita Sangha Doshaha. Now, giving up is not easy until unless you attach to something higher. And therefore, Adhyatma Nitya. Don't keep on just thinking about the imperfections in the world or in the people or yourself. Otherwise, when we get attached and dependent, we find faults in others and there's the blame game that others are giving us sorrow. Adhyatma Nitya constantly 
inquire, meditate and hold on to that peace, that happiness which is within you, your own nature. Inquire into the self and in a way measure how self-sufficient are you in your happiness and how much do you depend on the changing factors of the universe for your happiness. And when we find that inner peace and happiness, vinivritta kamaha, free of desire to get happiness in the future from limited objects, vinivritta kamaha, free from that lust and obsessive desire. And how do we free ourselves? Dvandvair vimuktaha. If there is no desire for any object which we think we like and is going to give us happiness, we become free from the pairs of opposites. The whole universe is experienced as a pair of opposites. And when we are free from it, which means unaffected by the happenings in the world, dvandvair vimuktaha, and therefore, and when we are not affected by these pairs of opposites due to our delusory likes and dislikes, we are free from these expectations of joy and sorrow from the world of objects. And the world of objects cannot limit us, cannot limit our happiness by the notion that the world is giving us joy and sorrow. And the mind does not fluctuate in this joy and sorrow. And such a person, amudhaha, one who is free of delusions, gachanti padam avyayam tat, reaches that padam, Tat Padam, which is Avyayam, which has got no decline in that happiness, no change, no end. That happiness is our nature. Free yourself from these limitations, Sri Krishna says, and you shall indeed abide in me, the supreme bliss. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.